Hey. <laughs> How's it going? Not bad. Thanks. How are you? I'm all right. Um, yeah, so uh let's let's start off by going back a little bit um to when you knew that the situation was so dire that you had to up your game a little bit uh with the climate and and think about getting arrested. Yeah, um well, I moved to Squamish um, in 1999, I came here to rock climb. Um, every day, pretty much, I was outside climbing around on the cliffs here in Squamish. Um, it was pretty rare that um, it'd be too hot to climb. Um, some days you would you would seek shade, but generally we'd always just climb in the sun. Um, and then, uh, I started a roofing company about, um, uh, I guess eight to 10 years after I moved here. And, uh, then I started checking the weather daily and, um, obviously heat and temperature was, uh, an issue being a roofer. Um, but it wasn't until, uh, uh, probably... I'd say eight to 10 years um, ago. And then I suffered heat exhaustion. And um, I just, you know, uh, I realized that, holy cow, it's, it does seem to be getting hotter all the time. And I was also at this point reading in the news quite often that um, the Arctic was warming four to six times faster than the, the equatorial areas of the earth. Right. And um, and then I started checking my local forecast as well as checking the forecast for uh, northern Canadian towns such as Akaluit, Tuktoyaktuk, Arviat, Churchill. And uh, I was witnessing firsthand uh, these temperatures of 32 in Tuk-tuk-tuk, on the same day that LA was only 29 degrees Celsius. Wow. So this is 7,000 kilometers apart and it's warmer in the Arctic than it was in than, uh, LA. So uh, it's pretty shocking. And uh, I've also been a, a hiker, mountaineer man, and uh, I've seen glacier glaciers receding and when i first started um doing mountaineering it was a a topic that yeah the glaciers are receding rapidly and right um may, maybe not rapidly was the thought then it was just you know we're coming out of the ice yeah. age so but i guess it's, it depends on how you define rapidly i guess like it's not like the morning you wake up and there's a glacier and then in the evening there's no glacier anymore but I think it's exactly. pretty fucking fast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Pretty fast. To see the change in our lifetimes yeah. is uh, what I would say is fast. And the science concurs. And in, in 10 years of your lifetime, right? Like Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then when I saw the 43 degree heat dome, that was, it was ridiculous. Like you couldn't be anywhere other than in in a shade of a tree by a, yeah. a lake 
you know, over yeah. if you're outside. Or in the lake. <laughs> or in the lake, yeah. Yeah, um, no, I know. Because I, you know, living in Vancouver since uh, 1988, yeah, it was like, it was, I was always like, I, I can remember maybe two or three evenings that it was warm enough to go out without a sweater, even in the summer, right? Like not very many, right? And, you yes. know, I, I didn't wear a tank top outside all that much. Um, and in the last, I'd say maybe like just four years, four or five years, you know, there's a lot of days where you don't need a sweater at night. Like a lot of days. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know when it switched for me of like, I always used to look forward to summer and now it's in the last couple of years, I've really started to dread it. Yes. You know, because you just don't know. Yes. <laughs> if it's going to be the, you know, the summer that that everything burns, everything that you know and yeah. burns. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, yes. Um, and me, like, like I said, I own my roofing company. I personally suffered heat exhaustion. <clears throat> at least maybe three times i know i've had two employees suffer heat exhaustion right and what's that like well you get a headache um you feel like garbage you're sick right um flu-like symptoms um i woke up in the middle of the night having to barf like throw up because right just felt like crap and uh from what i what I read is uh, most people will die in their sleep from heat, heat, heat stroke or heat, heat exhaustion. Really? So you won't even know, like your body just doesn't recover and you try to sleep. And I guess you are kind of asleep, but unconscious, but then you, uh, right. Body's too hot and it dies. Right. Well, I guess probably not the worst way to go if we're talking about climate deaths. <laughs> True. You know? In your sleep after getting really hot. I guess yeah. better than like burning in a fire or drowning yes. in an atmospheric river. Yes. You know? Yes. So I guess maybe roofing's the job for the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think so. I think it's a vet assistant. <laughs> What's that? I think it's a vet assistant. Yeah. <laughs> An air conditioned building. An air, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll just you'll drown when the water comes down the, yeah. down the street. <laughs> That'll be a better way to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So then then when what was what happened the first day that you decided uh, okay, you're gonna get arrested? Yeah, well this before I did uh partake in civil disobedience. I had been writing my local MLA, my premier of BC, um, and my prime minister of Canada um, many times in regards to climate change, right. to saving the old growth, um, right. just and taking action on eliminating plastic waste um, right. with nary a whisper. I never heard yeah. anything from these people. And I, I, I did this for probably three to five years of writing them. I still do write them quite often. Right. Um, like they're like really bad, really bad pen pals. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, it's uh, it's like dealing with the mob. You right. You hear back from them. Until they're coming to arrest you. Yes. <laughs> or yes. kill so, you. 
So yeah, then it led to civil disobedience. I had been online on Facebook and I saw that Extinction Rebellion was coordinating mass marches and what have you. So I I joined with them. Um, we went on a Camby Street Bridge once. Right. Um, we tried to walk towards uh, Lionsgate one time. Yeah, we were on the Camby Bridge and um, there was a good turnout. We met at uh, City Hall, Vancouver City Hall, walked down onto the bridge. And it I felt empowered by doing that. Right. Um, and then, um, yeah, I just upped the ante a bit and uh, decided to sit on roads trying to get attention from these <laughs> um, legislators, these lawmakers. Right. I was arrested with uh, Save Old Growth, my first action. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So you're just I was marching. just doing marches. You're with just doing marching. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so then, then the, the day that you decided to get arrested, let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. Um, how did it happen? Uh, I think I met Zane Hag through Hack, uh, through um, Extinction Rebellion. Mm -hmm. I... Um, Thought he was a stand-up person, and uh, he shared with me um, about the group Save Old Growth, and uh, knowing that we need trees, and uh, I really love old growth trees, I decided to try and uh, become an avid member and um, uh, partake in civil disobedience with them. Um, I went out with Bill Winder and Lini with the little rat. <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh with uh dusty the was it three or four of us yeah i guess it was four of us yeah we blocked the road bill was driving we all jumped out and right. uh Lini and i held the sign and then the cops came and uh, abruptly rough roughly very roughly uh, removed ourselves from the road Right, and then uh, I was arrested, to which I pled guilty, um, and I got probation. Right, was that um, that was that with Ellen? Your first contact um, with Ellen? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was with Ellen. Yeah. Yeah, and how long was your probation? I think um, a year and a half, eighteen months. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right, and eighteen then, months, uh, and then you did it again. Yeah, and then uh, went uh, uh, Ben. I'm not sure his last name, but uh, Ben suggested this action of riding on the center lane of uh, Lionsgate Bridge when it was closed at night. Right. Um, he he seemed to think it was a uh, an easy one to do. Yeah. We wouldn't get caught. <laughs> so uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I believe that. <laughs> so I went out with him, and we did that, and we got caught. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you got caught and then started a big chapter in Dan's life. You went to trial. Yes. Yes. I played <laughs> not guilty. Yeah. Went to trial before one, one uh, lawmaker who has learned the laws, the, the so-called man-made laws. Right. Of mischief. And she yeah. upheld the mischief law. Um, yeah, the mischief law is 
very, very, it's a very strange law. Like you can just apply it to anything. It's like anybody who's arrested for anything. It seems like the police will put whatever, like theft and mischief or intimidation and mischief. And mischief can mean like almost anything. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's a really, it's a really interesting charge. Um, and it yes. sounds so like, it sounds like such an innocent little charge, you know? Yes. Yes. It doesn't seem like you should have to go on trial for getting up to mischief. Because what you guys were doing is mischief. It's mischievous, right? It's, you know, it's not bad. It's just... I know. <laughs> I think you do. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, a few guys having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so why don't we talk about the court process? So how did you handle that? What did you do? How did you prepare for it? Uh, well, talking with Bill Winder, yeah, he was my uh, Mackenzie friend. Oh, right, um, a Mackenzie friend is like your kind of assistant. You're also not a law, not a lawyer assistant, right? That's correct. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you and Bill in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I I didn't really prepare too much. I um, <laughs> I personally thought common sense would prevail. Um, right. but it common sense is not uh prevalent in the law system. Yeah, um, it's 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 not part of the rule of law, common sense. <laughs> no. The rule of law is um it's not humble, it does not take into account that it's governing humans, which are animals, it seems to try to distance itself from right. The own lawmakers who are animals, they try to distance themselves from yeah. being an animal. I teach psychology yeah. and we always watch this um, documentary on what's called terror management theory. And it's like why humans have conflict, basically. And uh, one of the parts of terror management is that that humans, humans have an incredibly difficult time uh, uh, thinking of their own death. And they're also really, really uncomfortable with their, like, corporal animal nature. Like, humans generally don't want to admit that they're animals. And so, according to terror management theory, we build up all these, like, theory, these cultures and religions so that we don't have to think about our death and being animals. Like, we create these weird... <laughs> <laughs> weird structures so that we don't have to think about being animals and that's all i could think about when i was in the court and you were at, and you were um you know you were uh not examining me questioning me um about being an animal is that like yeah like the like none of these people in this court really want to think that they're animals <laughs> yeah no not at all <laughs> like i don't think ellen thinks she's an animal Oh, absolutely not. And yeah. I suspect the judge doesn't think she's an animal. Like, she must know she's an animal, but, you know, I, I think she must think that she's quite above that. Yeah. <laughs> it it baffles my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you were the defendant, and so Ellen, um, Crown Prosecutor Ellen Lino, would question the police officers. How many police officers were there? How many police officers there provided ev evidence? Three, three police officers. Three police officers came. Okay. 
And uh, so she asked them questions about like, what did you see and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah, for sure. That's the guy. And he was painting on the road. And, uh, you know, he's definitely guilty of mischief. Um, and then you got to cross-examine them. So lead us through the cross-examination cross Dan style. What did you ask the police officers? <laughs> well, I just, um, I asked them where they would go on a hot sunny day. <laughs> and they all answered that they would seek the shade of a tree. Um, right. I asked them if they knew that trees absorbed CO2 and they all said yes. Um, right. I asked if they had known that our prime minister had declared a climate emergency due to climate change. Um, two out of the three had okay. agreed or had, had heard that. So, right. um, and then I asked, uh, would they break the law in an emergency? And all of them answered yes. Oh, oh. well, that seems like an open and shut case, doesn't it? I thought so too. <laughs> Like, so, uh, yeah, that's all we know. need to hear. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I closed my questioning right. <laughs> at that point. Seems reasonable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you called some other witnesses. So I testified for you. And yes. uh, at, tell, um, tell people what questions you asked me. Yeah, I asked you how the students were um, reacting to the news, the uh, the local weather events. Right. And uh, I think you you answered. You know what you answered? Should I answer yeah, for no, you? No, there. I, I, yeah, we talked about. How, yeah. yeah, I talked about how anxious they are, and, and talking about it in their writing, and there it's a theme, and some of them are not wanting to have children and, and, and it's creating a great deal of anxiety among teens for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Terrible. It's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and you asked me what animals need to, to, to live. Yes. And, uh, yeah. And uh, we need air and we need water and we need clean, uh, air. clean, clean air and clean water. And uh, habitable and temperatures, habitable temperatures. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that all seems reasonable. And um, no, go ahead. I think I asked you if you'd heard our uh, prime minister declare the climate emergency as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what else you asked me? You asked me if I was aware that you rode across Canada in as a costume. A so why don't you yes. tell that story? Oh, yes. Um, Why well, I, uh, I believe electric cars are a good uh, way to combat our transportation emissions, right. especially if they're these uh, electric vehicles are recharged from renewables such as hydro, wind, or solar right. energy. Um, so I rode an electric motorcycle across Canada, dressed as the renewable man, a superhero. I was just trying to get people to have a laugh, and maybe right. they they would uh, drop their guard on the topic of renewable energies and uh, right i also in this trip brought letters to all the parliaments in canada minus the uh yukon and northwest territories right um demanding action on climate change and uh did you hear anything back from them i only heard back from saskatchewan oh yeah and what they say well they said they had a climate uh 
action plan kind of thing. Yeah, so that was pretty uh, promising, encouraging. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry, we've got a plan. Yeah. It involves burning a lot of fossil fuels and continuing to factory farm and uh, eat cows and... Yeah. Business as usual. Business yeah. as usual is quite the plan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you went all the way across Canada. How long did it take you to get over the all across Canada? It took about three weeks. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe three and a half, and then uh, uh, about two and a half, three weeks to get back. Right. Okay, right on. And yeah. this summer, you also decided you were going to do it all again, right? Yes. You did the arrest yeah. again, and so you went out to Ottawa. Yes, on so. my on the same electric motorcycle, and um, yeah, I rode from BC all the way to Ottawa and uh, partook in another round of civil disobedience. Yeah, <laughs> right. And got arrested again. <laughs> yeah. So, what did you do? Um, me um, and. Uh, four others we got on the road and blocked the road myself and a young lady we held a sign together uh asking or demanding climate action now um right yes right and then you went to the ottawa jail yes yeah and how was that oh just peachy yeah um (laughs) hard hard benches uh Barely room temperature temperatures. Um, right. Crappy food. Just adequate. Um, and they took yeah. you. They took you because we were waiting for you outside the police station, and you came out a different place than you had gone in. Um, yes. But they transported you to the court, right? Yes. Did they leg shackle you? Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. just finding out that any time you're transported from one place to another. They like no matter who you are, you could be like an eighty-year-old grandma. They leg shackle. Yeah, it's uh, so uh, extreme, right? Okay, so you're like once again. You went to the court. No humility. No humility for (laughs) us fellow citizens, and and no sense of humor. Like they don't. It's just no sense. I know. I was talking to. uh, Well, you were here when Ginny was over. And uh, she was saying when she was arrested and they put her in like shackles and, and she ran into Laura at the, so they, uh, they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> the two of them. <laughs> like shackles. It's just so, so silly. What did you do? I, I sat in a road and held a sign. Yeah. You better run leg shackles because you're so dangerous. <laughs> I know. It's no common sense, once again, yeah. Stupid. It's like, this is what I think of the courts, right? It's like, they have these policies that they've written down that have just evolved from all these different situations. And nobody's, like, making any decisions. They're just doing what's in the book of rules to do. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem that the world is in, is everybody's just looking down at the, like, at their policies that they're supposed to, you know, their policies and procedures, and nobody's actually looking up from the policies and the procedures to think about what what makes sense to do in this situation. Yeah, there's no common sense, yeah. (laughs) 
it's, it's crazy. It's a baffling world where. Yeah. Yeah. So you went out. This is kind of cool, right? Like, so you went out to Ottawa. Well, we both did, right? Yeah. Went out to Ottawa and it's kind of a new like ecotourism, you know, going <laughs> yeah. out to another city to get her to get arrested <laughs> um, and yeah. then go home. Um, so what did you what did you get from Ottawa? Because this is a really this is really interesting to see the difference between like Vancouver climate uh, action in in Vancouver and climate action in Ottawa. What did you get in Ottawa? Well, I've been charged with uh, mischief again. Oh, oh, you're going to trial again, right? You didn't. Well, I'm not 100 percent sure what okay. I'm doing. Right. Whether I'm going to trial or not. Um, I've, I'm not sure if I pled yet. I missed my second appearance. Uh, I have another appearance on January 5th. Right. Right. Okay. So you haven't got anything yet, but it's pretty light from what, from what everybody's, you know, like the, the, the Ottawa sentencing was done so quick. Like they were so quick and like short probation. Yeah. So maybe I should be guilty to that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're a lawyer now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've done all that practice. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a long way to go, like to, you know, to go represent to yourself in trial. But at the same time, it's like, I think they have to, we have to call their bluff sometimes and go to trial and, and tell them that like, this is going to be a lot of work for you if you want to charge us. Like, I don't think we should be making it easier, easy for them. Yeah. You know, if we don't have to, like, but it's out. It was a really long way to go to, yeah. uh, to do a little show trial, but it's also a long way to go to, to get arrested too. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe you could just go to trial and get arrested in the same visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fit it in. Yeah. <laughs> another right. action. Another action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what plans do you have now? Oh uh, yeah, I just um get through my court uh issues. Um try to have fun, try to uh <laughs> yeah, make a living still. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get some roofing done before it gets to be 42 degrees. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Or 52. Yeah. 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 Right on. Okay. Yeah. Any more plans to get arrested? Uh, I haven't really considered it too much. No. Um, right. On a break. <laughs> yeah, I should probably lay low. Uh, um, yeah. I, I would, I'm interested in doing a, uh, a banner drop on the chief of. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of just stop oil or maybe just the uh, a big blob drop of oil encircled with uh, do not enter. Oh, right on. Oh, that would be cool. Across it. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think that would get a lot of uh, media coverage. So maybe yeah. that's what I'll do next. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when your shoulder's better. Yeah. 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 Probably in the spring. Right. Okay. Right on. Any final words? Resist. Resist yeah. the greed. I mean, 
we're losing a habitable planet. Um, for greed. I mean, yeah. Our our leaders, our our great leaders, do not know what is right. It's clear, um, just by all the garbage we see in the streets. Yeah, and we really are facing a rapidly changing earth. And uh, yeah, I want my children to have a future. So absolutely. Yeah, I am, and you also meet pretty cool people. Yeah. And it's and it's really fun. Yeah, we had yeah. some good times. Yes, I've met a lot oh, of really yeah. great, wholesome, yeah. honest people. Yeah, yeah. We went totally... shopping for a JL sweater. Oh, anybody out yes. there thinking about getting arrested? Make sure you go in a sweater because it's cold in every single jail. Good advice. So get a, so get a jail sweater. That's uh, that's what we'll leave it on. Get a jail <laughs> okay. sweater every. Get a jail sweater and get out, even if it's forty-three degrees out on the road. Wear your jail sweater when you get arrested. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, because cool. it can be a pillow if it's hot in there. You oh, can yeah. still use it as a pillow, or but it's not going to be at hot in there. But no. in case if the air conditioning was broken. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, maybe then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, Dan. Well, that's it. Thanks get for on, talking. Get on with your Saturday night. All right, I will. Never know.